Christmas. Hey, kids, if you want to come forward and just kind of be here, you should do that. You should just do that because I have things in my pockets and I don't know that I can fly very far this morning. You don't have to. You can stay with your parents if you want, but you know, you know what happens when I wear this green jacket. So have a seat, have a seat, have a seat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Come on. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to come and to worship your son, Jesus, this morning, to celebrate his birth together with our families in church where we're meant to be. Father, thank you for the opportunities we've had to worship you together as families already today and for the opportunities to celebrate and worship what you've done for us uh, throughout this week. We pray that you would be near to us, that you would help us, that you'd give us faith, um, especially for the hard things that come. We ask all these things in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so over the course of Advent, man, it's so good to see all you guys here. Over the course of Advent, we have been dealing with some pretty hard things, right, as a church. We've had deaths in the church, and we've talked about a lot of hard things because of that, right? We've talked about sin and sorrow and death and the empty place at the table. We've talked about three reasons God became man, right? Do you remember what they are? We gave you special little presents, remember, to help you remember if you were in the service. So what was the first present that you got? Kids, yeah. Um, I got a toolbox. Oh, you got a toolbox this morning. Uh, that was a confusing question. That's on me. <laughs> Several weeks back, you came to church and you got presents. All right, go ahead. Sheep. Sheep. That that was week two. But hey, everybody gets toys for playing here or candy for playing. Otto, the first one. Remember. Huh? Huh? Uh, you got a camera? That's cool. Go ahead. Glasses. Is that what you said? Hey, look at you. So first week, we got glasses. Why? Because Jesus came to reveal the Father to us, to show us God. Nobody's ever seen God, but through Jesus, we see God. Through his love, through his coming to us, even while we were his enemies, through his care for us, healing everybody, teaching us, getting down on his knees. Okay, so that was week one. Week two, that was sheep, right? Because Jesus also came to reconcile us to God the Father, and that meant he had to come and sacrifice himself, go all the way to the cross to pay for our sins. And then the third gift was what? Band-aids. And why band-aids? To what? To bandage our relationships. Okay, we did talk a lot about our relationships, didn't we? Go ahead. To heal. To heal. Great job. To heal us or restore us, right? Because we wanted to keep with that our theme for some reason because that's what preachers do. We just stick with alliteration because it's easy. Okay, so today we come to celebrate the fact that Jesus did come. You got your hand up. You just want more candy? What you got, bud? Is that broken or something? Here, here's another one. They're plenty. We got to get rid of them all. I don't know. Uh, is, 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your mom's not here, is she? Oh, no. These guys, you can't find them anywhere. You can't find them anywhere. I looked last year and couldn't find them, but Andrea's mom found them for us. So anyhow, Target, apparently. Why Target? Why not Sam's? Why not Walmart? Why not anywhere else? I don't know. But Okay. All right. I got a question. Since we're talking about Christmas, what makes a perfect Christmas? What would make your Christmas perfect? How much do you want? <laughs> Four? <laughs> Four. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, of course you were. Everybody was going to say Jesus because they want all the candy in my pockets. God, okay. All right, here you go. All right. I'm going to run out soon. I'm just going to dump it on the floor and then we'll be done. Um, okay. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. You come to Christmas morning and you're really excited. What makes Christmas, like, what, like if you just could imagine which you have been doing for the last couple of weeks anyway, right? What, 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 what's the perfect Christmas? <laughs> all right, all right. What else? To, see, to, to be with our families. Okay, Will? To celebrate Jesus' birthday. Lots of snow. That's a good one. What else? Lots of presents. Playing in the snow. Um, eating cake for Jesus' birthday. birthday. Anybody do that here? Uh, no. Somebody, some of y'all have a birthday cake for Jesus? No? You did? Awesome. Yeah? Being very joyful. Yeah, Moxie? Ooh, hot chocolate. Hot chocolate helps make a perfect Christmas. Yeah? Presents. Yeah. Yeah. Geneva? Giving presents, yeah. Candy canes from the preacher. <laughs> Family, friends, snow, no fighting. Right? We're all dreaming of a white Christmas and peace on earth and war is over and all the things. Uh, presents, not just presents, presents that don't break on Christmas Day. Y'all ever had that happen? Presents that you don't have the batteries that you need. Games that your dad actually wants to play with you. Yeah. Good food. All the food turns out well. Everybody's happy. Nothing's burnt. Yeah. Everyone is 100% grateful for every single present without any complaining, whining, or fighting. Everyone loves all the gifts, appreciates all the time and effort that you put into the things that you've made, the time you spent picking things out, all that stuff, right? Right? Okay. All right, put a pin in that, those thoughts. We'll come back to them. I'm going to read from Luke chapter 2. Some of y'all know this by heart, yeah? Yeah. But I'm going to read it in the ESV, and you probably didn't memorize it that way. So here it is. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, 
to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who is with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. So here's a question. That was a lot of words, right? Does that sound like a first uh, perfect Christmas to you? It does. Let's think about it for a minute. Some of, you guys, some of you guys said that you wanted to be with your family and at home for Christmas. I actually will. After church, I'm going to my nana's. And, and you will? You'll go to be with your nana's? How many of you are going to go be with grandparents or somebody today? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what if Jesus and, I'm um, sorry, Joseph and Mary, for the first Christmas, they had to travel far away from their home. Does that sound, and, and not to be necessarily with their closest friends and family. Bethlehem was about a week's journey from Nazareth. Mary had to travel while she was pregnant. She had to give birth away from her home, a week away from her home. And not with her own family. If they were staying with family, it would have been with her husband's family, with her in-laws. Because they went to go to be with Joseph's family. Does that sound like the best possible way to have... Your first baby? No. How would you feel if you were Mary? These are more questions for adults here for a minute, okay? Because Mary was how old? Do we, we, we have an idea how old Mary was. 23? Nope. Nope. She was probably between like 12 or 15. Okay? She was probably between 12 or 15. How do you think Mary imagined her life would turn out? Not like this, right? Mary did not imagine that an angel would come and say, oh, you're pregnant by God, and uh, sorry, but this is kind of awesome. But the whole world's going to think that you did something bad, right? Okay, so there's Mary. This is not how she imagined starting a family, she imagined getting married before she was pregnant. Doesn't look good, does it? No. No. How about Joseph? Do you think he imagined marrying a woman who was already pregnant? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He imagined starting a family and growing in respect in the community. Do you think like he felt he was going to be very well respected by this whole thing, this whole situation? People were going to look at him and think, man, what an awesome guy, Joseph. Not so much. Then how about Jesus, the king of kings? Where was he born? In a stable. In a stable. In a stable. Maybe. He was laid in a manger, that much we know. That much we know. In a feeding trough. Why? Because he was sent to feed the world. Does this sound like a perfect first Christmas? Is that how you would like to be born? No. Mm-mm. Not a perfect first Christmas. Let's keep reading. In the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. 
You'll find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Okay, angels. What do you guys think of when you think of angels? People with wings, chubby babies, precious moments, yeah? Powerful beings. How many of you picture powerful beings with like eyes and faces on the sides of their heads and wheels and uh, that's not how we, that's how the Bible describes angels. Did you know that? Angels, what happens when somebody sees an angel in the Bible? They're scared, aren't they? They're scared. But the angels, who are they sent to? Are they sent to the kings of the earth to tell them that the Savior of the world had come? The wise men, the priests? They they were sent to people of low rank. That's right. That's a good way to put it. The people of low rank, to shepherds. To shepherds. Why shepherds? Isn't that kind of beneath the angels? Why not the kings? Why not the priests? Why not the wise and the scholars and the lawyers? Why the lowly shepherds? Because the kings wouldn't worship God. Because the kings wouldn't worship God. Kings can be awfully proud, can't they? The rulers of this earth. But there's another reason. The reason is the same reason that Jesus came to us. The same reason Jesus came to Mary and Joseph. The same reason Jesus came to Bethlehem and to Nazareth, to Israel, to you and to me. Okay, look around. Look around. We'd like everything to be perfect on Christmas morning, but it's not, is it? Not everything's not perfect. We want things to be nice, and we work hard to make them nice, especially at Christmas. But sometimes what happens? Sometimes the cookies get burnt. Sometimes we don't get that present that we want. Sometimes we get the present we want and it breaks. Sometimes we don't have batteries for them. Sometimes we want to have a sweet time with our families and we end up fighting over stupid things. The first Christmas was the day that Jesus was born and there wasn't much perfect about it, was there? There wasn't. There wasn't. Today is Christmas. We're celebrating Jesus' birthday. This is Jesus' birthday party here. Where are the balloons? He doesn't need balloons, but wouldn't it be nice? You don't think so? I think it would be nice. Here we are, we're sitting on the floor of a gym. This is Jesus' birthday party. We don't have our own building. In some ways, there's still no room for Jesus, right? But here we are, and he says where two or three of us are gathered in his name, there he is, and he brings the glory and perfection himself. us. He brings it down from heaven. Do you you guys know one of the names of Jesus is Emmanuel? Who can tell me what it means? 
God with us. All right. Dipping back into my pockets. God with us. With us where? God is pleased to be with us. Here now, in our homes as we celebrate. With us in our sin and our brokenness. With us in our pajamas. With us in our grumpiness and sadness and loneliness. With us in our happiness and joy. With us in our gratitude in our ingratitude, in the mess of it all with us. That's the beauty of Christmas. That's the glory of Christmas. God, perfection, came down from heaven to us. God became a baby. God got really, really low. And that means that no matter how low you are this Christmas, as you look at maybe an empty place at the table, or you deal with your sin, you mess things up or something goes bad, no matter how low it gets in your life, there is no place so low that you can go to get away from Jesus. You make your bed in the depths, he's there, the Bible says. If you make your home in the heights, he's there too. No matter how low you get, no matter how you get in life, how happy, Jesus is there. So today... Kids, today, be grateful. Give thanks. Let your hearts overflow with joy and thankfulness because no matter what happens, Jesus was born to be with us and he has promised to be with us and Jesus will be with us wherever we go if we trust in him and have faith. Okay? Okay. Merry Christmas. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for sending Jesus to get low. We all feel low at times throughout the Christmas season, and sometimes it can be hard for us to see that you're with us. Help us to remember the baby that was born in the manger, surrounded by shepherds, to a humble family in a humble town, and a humble part of the world who came to serve. When we get uptight about things not being perfect or going the way that we'd like, help us to remember how imperfect that first Christmas was. And help us to remember that the perfection is in you. Fill our hearts today with gratitude and joy as we go to celebrate the birth of your son uh, with our friends and family. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And who needs more candy canes? Yeah? Uh, candy canes. 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 All right.